If you've ever opened a virus on your PC, then you know what's coming next. It's the fellas. Why is it that it takes Britain to remind us what it means to be American? You know, maybe it's like, you know, that one time I really wanted to push myself and I pushed myself to the point where I went to my boss and I beat his ass and I said, fuck you, this is my company now. And every time I see that motherfucker, it reminds me that this is my company and what a great company it is. Maybe oh that's God. why hearing yeah. that British music brings that out of me. Make no mistake, I, I fucking love that song and I love the British or what, what used to be the British back when they used to fucking colonize. I uh, miss that shit. But having a pair of balls? Having a pair of balls, rule Britannia. Britannia rules the waves. And why? Because Britons never, never, never yeah. will be slaves. And it didn't mean that literally. It just means I ain't gonna lick your boots, motherfucker. Shit. You're gonna lick my fucking boots. That ain't never gonna motherfucking happen. Because I rule the waves. Hey, everybody, you're listening with the fellas. It's me and Ray. And today, we saw a movie yeah. which completely surprised the both of us. Well, yeah, the trailer was fucking amazingly... The trailer, here's the thing. Piqued my interest, but after a about 20 minutes of that movie it had my attention yeah it had my attention by the balls and let me tell you something it worked the shaft which is what i like a lot of movies focus on the head this worked the shaft shit man and it worked the shaft because this movie showed me what it meant to be american shit show me you know what the american dream is ray do you know what the idea of american exceptionalism is ray what what is it you can do anything you want in america you can do anything you want and you can succeed and thrive in it if you have one thing passion you say this is what i'm gonna do and just like Rocky Balboa says, it ain't about you being knocked down when you're trying to do it. It's about how many times you can get up. That's right. And in America, no matter, you say, I got this dream, and that dream kicks you in the teeth. You get back up and say, fuck you, I'm going to keep going. And eventually, you're going to achieve that fucking dream. That is what it means to be American. And that's what this movie exemplified. God bless the USA. Yes. Because today, we watched a movie called Farming about yes. a black kid who wanted to be a white British skinhead. Yes. Which was fucking... And God damn it, he wanted that shit. He and you know what? You know what? He fucking got that shit. He was neither British nor white, but he became, albeit brief, the head of a British white skinhead organization. That's right. And I teared up. I was like, you go, motherfucker. But these dudes were like, well, this motherfucker's walking with boots that are so shine, I can see my reflection. He got the nice suspenders on. He got a nice buttoned up polo up they underneath got... them suspension. And nice overcoats. Yes. I ain't talking about no cheap shit. No, talking nice about Nice overcuts, freshly shaved head. I'm like, you know what? You clearly care about your appearance because you care about what it is you're selling. And so you know what? I'm going to listen. They're ready to fight at all times. <laughs> I might end up joining their gang. These guys looked fantastic. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, who fucking dressed you guys, man? And this is in the fucking 70s. I know. It's like, these motherfuckers are spiffy like a motherfucker, I'm man. Like, Golly, man, look at this shit. And now, I, mind you, they wouldn't be able to get away with one one hundredth of the shit they got away wait, with there in America. Yeah, no, no, hell no. I mean, that shit would happen one time. You, you go to one Korean store and try to do that shit, and half your fucking crew is gone. Yeah. <laughs> Some Koreans going to be packing. They ain't having that shit. You try that shit, you get two in your chest. And those are both the warning shots. Remember Dave Chappelle? Yeah. First shot is pepper shot. Second shot is buck buckshot. Third shot, pepper shot. All the other shots, buckshot, buckshot, buckshot. 
after that. And in most places, a pepper shot is considered to be a cute formality. I do a pepper shot fucking around. Yeah. You on my property, especially if you got that castle doctrine like we got here in Florida. Oh, oh it's it's buckshot all day long, baby. Buck I'm playing shot. duck hunt. Buckshot, buckshot, buckshot. Reload, buckshot. They broke into several shops. And people just sit there like, hey, don't do that. And then the cops come up and the cops say, hey, don't do that. Yeah. And they're like, fuck off. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like you're 90 years old. I'm 17 and I'm big as shit. Yeah. What are you going to do? No, it's not what I'm going to do. It's what Mr. Colt's going to do. <laughs> it's, it's Mr. Colt you're going to speak to, not me. Oh, man. I'm sitting here in the cut. Colt's going to have a couple words. So this movie, Farming, is about... The life of the writer and director of this film. Yeah, it's hard to believe that this actually happened, which kind of had me bummed out because since I knew this was based on an absolutely true story yeah. from the guy who was directing it, it's like, it's not going to end in the way I want it to. It's yeah. going to have kind of a sappy ending. And and God bless him, he made that sappy ending quick. Yeah, they wrapped this shit up in like two and a half minutes. minutes yeah, and and, <laughs> and the thing is, up. and the thing is, I went to IMDb and I saw that this got a five point three out of ten, and I just do not agree with IMDb that. IMDb in a lot of ways is full of shit. I don't agree with that shit. And at I all. can I can tell you why he got a five out of and ten. And he strategically put some kind of Hollywood good feeling ending towards the very end, which in hindsight, when you look at it with one context, he was disappointed in what he lost. Yeah. Not yeah. in the situation that he lived in. Oh, I finally have the chance to achieve the thing I wanted to achieve when I'm young. No, no, no. I don't care about that no more. If I was young and I was transported here, I'd be happy. Yeah. That ain't my goal no more. Yeah. My goal is this other thing, and it's been ripped away from me. I'd rather fucking die. Yeah. I might as well die. My dream is gone. Yes. Basically. Oh, it's, man. My dream is gone. I can't say enough good things about yeah, this, this movie, Yeah, this movie is fucking awesome. So, you know what? i tell you what. Real, real quick, I'm just going to go over the cast, and... I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. There's only two people we need to know. Yeah. The, the main character, yeah. which... Oh, God, these yeah. fucking character names. It, it, it's... Uh, it's I, you have to tear your tongue out to, it's Damon, to pronounce these it's names. It's Damon's son, Idris, because it's all out of order. I was oh, looking, wait, that first person is not the main character? No, he's some black dude that I don't even remember seeing. There's only, like, five black people in the movie. Yeah. Wait, okay, what's the main character's name? Eaton. Okay, give me a second. I'm sorry, guys. It's not it's very called, professional. It's, called, it's a Dameson. Dameson Interest. Wait, his, his character's name is Dameson. No, no, his his real name is Dameson Interest. He's one of the few guys that have a picture. What the... F where, yeah. where is his name? All, all the way down there. I see him right there. Dameson Idris? Yes. He's way the fuck down. Why would they do it like this? I don't know. This is the main fucking character. He's like the only it's character. It's like the 19th name on the list. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so uh, Damson Idris plays as Enoton. Yeah. And um, I will say this. I am, I will say to anyone, I am militantly heterosexual. Okay? Yeah. I'm going to say, say that. Militantly heterosexual. Want no part of the cock and balls of another man. But if I was gay, I would let this dude pound me out eight ways. This is a handsome some bitch. He's dark as the fucking evening. But you put this motherfucker in a suit and just say, yeah, he's applying for the position of CEO at any company. And they'll be like, oh, he's not a light-skinned black man. That means he's not Western, so he won't do dumb, woke shit with our money. This is clearly someone from sub-Saharan Africa who knows what it means to make money because otherwise his village will starve. Give him the fucking job. This is a professional, handsome-looking son of a bitch. He's man. also from Nigeria, by the way. Yeah. Is that, is that in Africa? 
Yes. All right. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yes. Nigeria over in Africa. Yeah, yeah. He's from. So he is genuinely from Nigeria, excuse me, playing as a refugee from Nigeria. Yes. All right. That works. It's only him. And who's the white actress who's actually famous? Uh, Kate Beckinsale. And even her name is way the fuck down there. That's insane. Yeah. But yeah, it's just him and Kate Beckinsale. Uh, This guy does a phenomenal job. Phenomenal job. Kate Beckinsale, she does well enough for what she's doing. It's not fair to say she did an average job. They were only asking for an average person. If she acted a little bit more, it would have been out of character for the sort of person she was playing. Yes. She basically played a trailer trash mom who didn't want to fucking be there. And the uh, the director slash writer and pretty much his life story, Adele Wale Akinui Gabete. Agabe. Agabe. So he was. So that was the dad. You no, know, that was the writer and director of the. No, film. No, but it says Femi. Who was Femi? He was uh, in the movie. Yeah, I, I, I would, I would guess that's the dad. Yeah, so that he played as the father. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Whatever works. Okay. Basically, here's the story. It's gonna be real easy to wrap up in a nutshell. Now, I'm going to assume this was a thing in Britain in the 60s. Um, 60s through of, the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of refugees were coming over, and this guy and his wife came over from Nigeria, and they're like, "Yo, we're gonna be going back to Nigeria to study, to get huge careers, to provide for our family, but we won't have time to raise." our children so we're gonna pay this white family in in britain to raise our child while we are overseas getting our degree and when we're done you know we'll we'll come back we'll take back the child but we're gonna give them a stipend every month to be taking care of our child and the woman and father they gave it to didn't seem like assholes. You know, they, they genuinely seemed like a nice and loving couple. They, they yeah, tried. Yeah, yeah. You know, they didn't seem like skeezy or whatever, you know, money grubbing, evil white people. Another thing I liked about this movie, there there was no there was no white and black, good and evil. They they genuinely seemed like nice people. Yes. And they're like, yeah, no, that's no problem. You know, so we'll take the money, we'll raise your kid. And then on top of that, they're getting money from the government as being foster families. Yeah. Just like just like the government does here. Yeah. If you take in foster kids, they'll give you a stipend there too. So, so they're getting two checks. Right. So between that and her husband just having a job as a as a long haul trucker yes. driving all over Britain, it was like, yo, we got a decent amount of money. Such a decent amount of money that they took like four or five more kids. Yeah, they needed the kids for money. Yeah. The parents are paying them and the government's paying them. So they're double dipping. So they got good money. He's constantly growing up around all these white kids, these British kids, whatever. And he's in an area that's primarily white. And then he gets home. He's got white parents. He's got no one to explain how the black thing works. You know, at some point, his parents come back like, yo, we got to, you know, we finished our degree. We're going to take the kid back. So for all points in consideration, the the, the white people were his family. They were his family. So he's being taken away from his family to this new place. He doesn't understand what the fuck's going on. And he basically just clammed up. He didn't want to talk. He was traumatized. He just didn't like being there. So he would never talk when the teachers, you know, you go from Britain where the teachers are mildly allowed to raise their voice over to Nigeria when. Some teachers can straight up whoop your ass. Yes. The, the kid 
just kind of became traumatized where he wouldn't even speak. And at one point, at several points, he fought back against the teachers. Yeah. So he was expelled numerous times from numerous schools. So the dad's like, look, man, both of us are working full-time jobs. We can't take care of him. Yeah. Let's send him back to Britain, have the chick take care of him until he's an adult, and then fuck it. He's on his own. Yeah, he's on his own, yeah. Yeah. So when he goes back to Britain again, that's when shit kind of gets real. Because the one time he had to go to be with his people, he did not feel like he belonged. Fuck this. I, I can't I can't fucking do this. This is not me. I don't belong here with these people. So he really needed to go all in on being British. Yeah. Which meant he had to get rid of this black dog shit that was stuck to his skin. Yeah. So he, he desperately wanted to be white. One thing that kind of traumatized him as well is that mm-hmm. they started doing uh, rituals and ceremonies in Nigeria, bring his ancestors to him. And so they started blading up. Yeah, his because they believe in dumb shit like that over there. <laughs> no offense to all of our Nigerian listeners. Uh, let me get the piece of paper so I can read here. Um, we here at God to talk about it practice positivity and inclusivity oh and we respect all cultures all religions all creeds even though some people not necessarily us may think that some religions and creeds may be a bit unequal we here are open to all voices and all opinions of all credos okay that being said south africa is a backwards fucking hellhole So in Nigeria, they're like, oh, this kid, you know, you yanked him up from a place that he's been at his entire life, brought him to a completely different atmosphere, yep, and then tossed him right in, also yanking him away from his parents, saying, you're never going to see them again. These are your, your new parents. And for some reason, he completely drew into himself and closed up. Clearly, that's not yeah, normal. Kids not should normal. be okay with leaving their parents and their life behind at that age completely okay so what we have to do is actually call for his ancestors yes to inhabit his body this is in the movie down i feel bad for him. to inhabit his body that way he will be fearless well okay how do you call his ancestor down slice his fucking chest up with rusty razor blades yeah and even the, the this, mo- this was the early 70s by the way and this even is, the mom uh, yeah. inside the movie was like why did they cut him up what's all this? they're gonna think i did this yeah, it's like, yeah, you fucking take the kid away and bring him back with fucking two-inch cuts all over his chest? This is that ooga-booga bullshit I was telling you about. We'll get to that. <laughs> but he's like, okay, I gotta cast out this black shit. Yeah. And he starts aggressively and angrily turning against anything black. And of course, this is nothing but self-hatred. Yes. He doesn't want to be who he is because who he is is alien to him. He's been raised as a white boy in Britain, even though he's black. So he's like, fuck this. Yeah. I want out of this so that being the case he's constantly getting suspended from school yeah. for negative interactions with other black people what was it he called his teacher black bitch and yeah, black yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i don't think it was black it, it was something something and his teacher was clearly mixed that was the lightest skinned black woman you would ever she's see that holly berry tone yeah she is very light-skinned i clearly she's some sort of mix so he gets suspended so now he spends every day just hanging around instead of going to school and he runs into the local skinheads and the thing is the local skinhead you say one thing about them they have a bond yeah they have a bond they're like fucking family you know they're they're like brothers and they fucking harass him he's like man fuck this and the next time he sees him you know hey you're fucking cunts and this and that whatever you know they go to beat him up but the thing is 
is they remember him. Yeah. They remember him. They remember who he is. And that was the beginning. It's like, you know what? You remember me, which is more than I can say for anyone else out here. That's right. You remember me. And the number one thing that anyone wants, the psychiatrist that was always talking about penises, that's Sigmund Freud. Yeah, Sigmund Freud. Sigmund Freud used to say that the number one overwhelming desire for anyone was the desire for sex. Everything in your mind goes back to the desire for sex. And he later amended that. He actually said uh, he was wrong. It's not sex that's the overwhelming yeah. desire. It's actually acceptance that if you're a white boy growing up in a black ghetto, you're going to put cornrows in your hair and you're going to be quoting Jay-Z. You want to be accepted by yeah. your peers. Same thing, a black kid growing up in Rhode Island, you're going to be walking around one of those sweaters with the arms tied around your neck and oh, shit. Oh yeah, those are nice. You want to be accepted. You will murder, kill, and steal to be accepted yeah. by your group. This was this guy almost pretty much dead. That's that's exactly what happened. He wanted to be so even though these guys treated him like, like dog shit. shit, they at least gave him in a place in their society and say, Hey, you will be accepted as dog shit. And, and I, he was okay with that because that was better than not being accepted in either world. Yeah, in either world and anywhere in his current circle. But what's amazing was accepted and respected later on. Later on. Now, why was he accepted and respected? That's the thing. So the main thing is this kid, once he found his, his sort of niche, his thing, he's like, I want to be accepted by these guys. So I'm going to go all in on what they believe in. 100%. You know, keep Britain pure. Keep Britain white. You know, I'm all about that. You know, yeah, but you're black and I regret it every day. But I'm going to make sure to keep Britain white. Yeah. You know, and it's like he was their little gimp, their little pet. Yeah. Because he would submit so easily. It's like, yeah, he's black, but look at him, he fucking submits. You know, treat him like a dog. You know, maybe maybe black people can go from needing to be exterminated to being able to be kept as pets. Yeah. And then once it was like, yo, this motherfucker's for real. Yeah. You know, he, he fucking believes this yeah. shit. He's backing us up. You know what? Maybe they don't have to be pets. Maybe they can be like lower ranking members. And as time goes on, you do other shit, bust up the guys who are trying to bust your shit up. Maybe maybe he can be a full member. He ain't gonna be a leader, but maybe he can be a full, full member. member. You know, little by little, it's, it's, it's creeping up there. And my whole thing is, that's what it's always all about. about. Hey, guess what? You want to be American? We don't need you to be white. We don't need you to be straight. Right. We don't need you to be Christian. We just want you to believe believe in this american dream believe yeah. in it to the point where i'm like well shit i'm just a piece of shit this guy is way more man. american than me yeah you Look can see him. it in his eyes fucking bring him in man this guy fucking wants it fucking wants to wants to taste it and the most amazing thing about it this young actor captivated the fucking screen mm -hmm. both the small little boy actor and the adolescent this dude teen actor. ate that fucking screen up the the true the choice on acting phenomenal phenomenal this dude ate he ate that fucking screen up i'm sitting here watching him do his thing and i'm like yo he need, you know he needs to be the leader of this group right yeah i was like yeah he needs my, to be the leader of this group i would it. follow this i ain't even racist but everybody's a little bit of a bigot yeah yeah but i ain't racist yeah i would follow this motherfucker like yo sign me up you know you have to be racist against the black folks right are you okay with it well yeah i'm the leader all right sign me up this dude he exudes 
Yeah. That essence that makes you want to follow him when he when he shines them boots and he puts on them suspenders and yeah. puts on that that wool. It was that military wool man. overcoat. I'm like, let's go. It was left, right, left, right. I be it fucking in there. Let's do it. What's the term we use? Uh, the the mudfish, either mudfish or muckfish for women that are like bottom feeders. Oh, they've got you these chicks. Nah, they're kind of like thoughts. But not anyway. The girls who are going out with the white power guys, they they like like shave down a certain portion of their hair to say that they're with them. Some of it was cute. Some no, of it no, didn't some, work. No, give me, yeah, some of it definitely didn't work. I'll tell you, some of them chicks could get the dick. Some of them look pretty fucking hot. Yeah, for chicks that were supposed to be like you know in the 1970s, they were pretty hot. Yeah, and then you have the lead, the hottest, baddest bitch of them all was the leader's chick, and the leader's chick goes to the black dude when he's in in you know in the Take- rank of a servant of a pet. It's like, yo, let me see your dick. I just want to see what it looks like. I never saw a black man's dick. Let me see it. And Leader's like, whatever, I don't care. And this dude shows up with a pig from a different rival faction. Leader tells everybody, including his woman, get the fuck out of here. Come on, I want to see your dick. Hey, fuck bitch. Bitches, leap. <laughs> <laughs> he tells her, get the fuck up out of here. And then, as time goes it's on, fun. and he becomes a member of the crew, and while everyone's playing and having their little circle jerk and acting like fucking morons, because they're, they're still quite young. They're like 16, 17. Yeah. He's just sitting there, scoping it out, looking serious, just eye-fucking the leader, just staring him down while he's playing with his pet snake. The pet snake is kind of like the crown. Yeah. And he's just playing with his fucking and, pet snake. And, and she sees this, and you can, you can hear, you can hear the drips on the floor, because she's wet. Do you know what I was thinking of, it could be interpreted two different ways. He was staring down the the leader out of respect for new orders. I think it's respect. Not fucking around. Not to take his position, but to see if he needed anything. I, ne- I don't think he ever wanted to take his position. No. Ever. I don't think he ever wanted to fucking take his position. But the whole thing was that one scene when he made my man pussy wet <laughs> was in the scene <laughs> where he's in the bar when the leader's dad, who's an old school skinhead comes in and it's like yo what the fuck you're fucking around this other gang you should be working together the fuck is this you know and the leader didn't want to say shit and black dude just steps up he's like tops for life tops for life he was like he showed how into it he was and everyone else jumped in tops for life tops for life it's like yo this dude went up to the boss's boss and got in his face and pleaded his case and the boss wouldn't say nothing so he goes in the bathroom to take his take a piss the boss's woman comes in and you can you can see she's kind of bow-legged yeah. from all the juices yeah she's bow-legged yeah she's dripping she's down like, on one yeah, leg yeah yeah you know i see you uh you iron up the boss and this and that. Why don't you, uh, you know, why don't you whip your dick out? We can maybe do something. You never kissed a girl before. And she kisses him. And after she kisses him, he's kind of like, be gone, thought. And he pushes her to the side and walks out. And one of the guys in the group is in the bathroom She's and watching sees it. Just watching the shit. Watching and he, to yeah, see what he, and he comes out the stall. They didn't see that. He comes out the stall. He's like, this man, he's like, you know what? I would sell my left nut to fuck this broad. And this man was like, bitch, get the fuck, get the fuck away from me alpha swagger yeah so what does he do fucking spits, spits on her yeah before he walks out spits on a broad he would have given his left nut the fuck he yeah. spits on her the alpha just declared you were unworthy why she wants black men oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that's why she's unworthy that white woman's gonna soil herself oh with black god. seed oh. i also love so much the dynamic that they and this is why i didn't get five stars by yeah. the way yeah the dynamic that he had with his adoptive parents yeah. Here's the thing. The, the dad was barely around. The long haul trucker. The mother, however, used to go out to clubs and. Well, here's the thing. 
and this is I guess like the British version, but you could see the way they 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 pulled it off, the way they wrote her. Um, the mother is not a good person. She's teaching the kids to steal and shit, but she does love the children. Yes. All, all the adopted children, she does love them, not in a Hallmark gift card way. Right. She loves him, but she's still selfish enough to not do us in their best interest. So there's there's a lot of racist jokes yeah. going around the house. She's teaching the kids, oh, if you're not good, I'll send you back to Ooga Booga Land. Do you want to go to Ooga Booga Land? The kids are like, no! And she's like, do the Ooga Booga dance. And they all do like African dance. Ha ha ha. It's like, they're kids. They don't fucking know any better. They don't know any better. And in this day and age, we would say that's pure evil. To, to make the kids think that way about their own heritage. But at the end of the day, the kids are laughing. She's laughing. Who the fuck cares? The whole point is, this is Britain's version of trailer trash. Yes. You love your kids, but you're just a bad fucking parent. It's, if this was America, and she's white, they'd be living in a trailer in Alabama. If this were America, and she's black, they'd be living in, in fucking Philly, in a one-bedroom apartment, and she would have, like, three or four baby daddies. They're trash, who are not good women and should not have kids, but they do have kids, and they love them as much as they are capable. Yeah. Not enough to inconvenience themselves. Yeah. And I love the way they pull that dynamic off, because I couldn't hate the mom. I had disdain for the mom, played by... Uh, Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, the Kate Beckinsale's character. I'm sorry, I should have said it earlier. I had disdain for her, and in some rare cases, disgust but I didn't hate her like she was genuinely pained when they came to pick the boy up yeah she was in shambles and tears when of all the black kids her favorite one a little girl was taken the away parents came to pick her up and she was sitting there in tears saying how much she hated all the other kids and she'd rather lose all of them except for her except for her and it's like okay she doesn't really mean that she hates she's just saying it out of pain again think of a mom who's white trash who's feelings are hurt she would say some very stupid ignorant shit to her kids yeah that later on she would probably regret because she's in pain and that's that, that's basically what they showed i i love that dynamic but i think the fact that they didn't make her an obvious bad guy is why people wouldn't give it five stars yeah it, it's it's the whole nuance they don't want gray areas people want good and bad like fuck that give me the gray i like it uh, it's better storytelling i want i want you for a second uh -huh. just indulge me here for for a second. No. Okay. To look, go to the writer and director and look at the his acting creds and his writing creds. You like be, click on his name. Yeah. Go. You'd be quite surprised. He was in Game of Thrones. The fuck. Was he one of the Unsullied? No. He was like in one episode. But fuck, man. This guy's been in a lot of shit. Okay, let's see here. Wetland Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure. He was a voice actor? Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, because I remember looking at him. I'm like, I know this guy. You're weird like that, man. He was in G.I. Joe to Rise of Cobra Heavy Duty. He was, I mean, this guy has been in a lot of shit, man. Okay, so he was in Game of Thrones The Gift. And he was in Game of Thrones Unbowed, Unbent, Unbroken. I don't even remember what the fuck that episode was. Yeah, everybody forgot what what the Game of Thrones. Oh, he was the fucking bodyguard of the of the uh, the guy, the Dornish prince. He was his bodyguard. Oh, the black dude. So yeah, that would have only been two episodes. Yeah, there was only two episodes. Adam, they were back to back. Okay, well, it's good to know. It all culminates. By the way, you can see things leading up to him rising to the rank of leader. Like there's a scene normally when they have a really big heist, the leader takes all the money. 
goes on top of the, the trash pile because yeah. the base is a junkyard made like a little throne and he would throw the money down like you're making it rain on strippers and the guys yeah. would just jump around and snatch up the money and at one point they did one heist with the black dude everyone's celebrating he's just sitting there off in the cut up at the top of the stairs just chilling and he's like you know hey oi black cunt because that was his name. name Yeah, they carved it into his fucking skin with razor blades black cunt which he he wore with pride yeah honestly I would if all you guys like got the fucking spine to just be like we're gonna call you black cunt anytime we see you I'd be like alright fuck it I'll roll with it my name's black cunt and all then right? he started doing the little sailor dance with the sailor hat yeah on. cause they just beat up some sailors so he had the sailor hat and he was doing a little sailor jig and he took the money and threw it down and everyone was like hey oi 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 black cunt black cunt and they're getting the money, but the leader's like, oh, so you're going to make it rain on me. I make it rain. You're going to fucking go up there and make it rain on me like I'm some, I'm some, some, I'm your bitch. I'm going to scramble on the floor for your fucking scraps. Now, mind you, he didn't take any of the money. Yeah. Because he yet. never took the money. Yeah. But it's like, still, the fucking balls, the chrome-plated balls on this guy. to go up there and say, you're going to make me bow down to pick up fucking money? Fuck that. Who the fuck do you think you are? And that's where you can be like, mm, yeah. Yeah, he's going to take this dude's position. And I think the main reason I emphasize with this guy so much is in anime, common, very common trope. Yeah. I call it Sasuke syndrome. Oh, the Sasuke syndrome. Uh, Vegeta syndrome, too. Yeah, 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 it, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I prefer to call it Sasuke yeah. syndrome because it was more fleshed out. Yeah, yeah. But Vegeta had it more. Yeah, he had it before Sasuke. Yeah, yeah. But I prefer to call it the Sasuke syndrome. Sounds and better. A, and the Sasuke syndrome is I will push myself to the limit beyond my limit i will push myself to the limit through nothing but personal hatred and self-loathing my personal hatred and self-loathing because i'm not good enough there is no one on this planet that i hate more than i hate myself yeah and that will push me to that next level and that's what this dude uses yeah to push through those barriers yeah. which is what this dude did and it all comes to a head when another gang tries to come in and bust their place down and you know this this dude he comes out like a fucking champ he burns one cat alive he's fucking fighting, fighting. people off that was the same that was the same restaurant where he said be gone thought right. and delivered his his hammer of justice to that that fucking Man. thought because the hammer of justice is unisex, bitch. You can get it just like a man can get it. Be gone! Thought! <laughs> the hammer of justice, like my own son. And the sad part about it is, and here's where the ending of this entire film felt a little rushed. Mm -hmm. But it was a strategic move to get that happy, feel-good ending. I don't but mind if it you, being rushed. But if you were very astute like we are... Mm -hmm. We got the clear picture of his pain. Yes. Yes. While yes. we were trying, while as the person that's viewing it, like women, mm -hmm. would view it, oh, you know, he's going to be restored back to a normal character. Be gone, thought! <laughs> Go on. So, towards the very end, he's kind of betrayed. Uh, let, let's explain how he's betrayed. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll make it quick. Okay. I okay. mean, because at the end of the movie, the end of the movie wraps up so quick. There's yeah. no reason not to wrap this shit yeah. up quick. Yeah. So he, they all go to jail. The cops single him out because he's black. Like, man, fuck you. We'll let your friends out earlier, but fuck you. His foster mother comes and, and gets him out. And when he's back home, he's just like, fuck it, man. He's in the bed. And then his boys in the gang come knocking at his door. Again. And this is the pinnacle. 
Yeah, they never awesome. came for him because even though he was so high up there, he had so much respect. He was never officially a member, but yeah. like we got something important to do, and we ain't gonna do it without this motherfucker. So they went to his house and knocked on his door. door. And when they knocked on his door, his foster mother comes out. Fucking get out of here, you fucking wankers! You the call the fucking cops and this and that. And he's like, "Oh shit, the boys are here. They came for me, for me." So, so he doesn't. You don't just walk out there. If this is something you have purpose for, no, 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 no. You iron them pants, shine her shoes. You, you, you buff them shits. I want to see my fucking face in them shoes, motherfucker. He buffed them shoes. Put on the suspenders. Nice. And I'm gonna say it like. Noise. Noise. Red polo. Yeah. Like a college douchebag. Red polo. Put on a tweed blazer. Tweed blazer going down to his knees. Fucking he comes up. out there. They don't even say nothing. He comes out there, walks right past the leader. Let's go. <laughs> just walking like, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, we're not going nowhere without you. You made your bones. During yeah. that fight that sent him to jail, like that's it, dude. I should have done this sooner. <laughs> You made your bones. You did it ten was, times what anybody else would have done up until that point. You made your fucking bones. He had to prove himself more than once. Exactly. Twice, three times. Because he, it's an American success story. A black man making it in America. Only this is Britain. Yes. He just had to work ten times harder. And he said, you know what? I was wrong about you. Yeah. You truly do have what it takes. <laughs> American dream, right? Yeah. So they go out to a field, see the rival gang. I was like, yeah, we're going to do we're gonna do a one-on-one. You know, the, So it's like, oh, yeah, the leader versus the leader. So their leader comes up. And the leader is like, nah, nah, we want the black cunt. And the black cunt's like, shit, motherfucker, let's dance. <laughs> fucking do this. Let's fucking do this. Do this. Let's do this like Brutus. <laughs> black cunt was out there. And they get in there and they start fighting. And black cunt was kind of getting his ass beat. But before the fight ended, the other team, the other gang... Kind of swarmed on They them. swarmed in there, because they're not supposed to interfere. They swarmed in there, and his gang was like, Yo, man, what the fuck? Let's fuck these guys up. And Lee was like, no, 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 hold off, hold off, just hold off. And he allowed Black Cunt to get, fucked to up. get his ass handed to him before sending his gang in. They basically let him sit there and get beat. Now, I'm pretty sure this is because... He realized how how popular and powerful Black Cunt yeah, was. Yeah, he getting. was he was getting really strong. He was like, "Yo, this guy, you know, because I would have preferred for him to see this dude like a brother. Like, I'm gonna give you the game. You you believe in this shit more than anybody else. You're fucking black, bro. You believe in this shit more than fucking anybody. Uh, but else. instead, he went down the route of jealousy, and he was like, Nah, you know, this guy." He didn't fuck my bitch, but he could have. Yeah, he and could've. that's that's kind of bad enough. So nah. So I think he was hoping uh, Black Cunt would have been Lee. killed. Oh yeah, yeah I, I could see that. But you know, they go in there, they fight. Uh, Black Cunt comes back to the meetup bar later on. He's uh naturally quite pissed. Yeah, it's like yo, um, yeah, what the fuck was that? You know, you fucking let me out there just to, get, to, get get killed. Yeah, it was fuckers. What the fuck you got? And he was like, oh man, fuck you. He didn't call him Black Cunt. You're you're a fucking you're a fucking wog. And everybody's like. Oh, hey, hey. I mean, you know, because remember when he came in, everybody was like, 
holy shit, it's black cunt, man. You fucking, you fucking took it to that dude. You didn't fucking flinch. And this is the fucking man of the hour. And he's like, to get this was feet. everyone else giving him accolades. He's like, yo, why the fuck you left me like that, bro? What the fuck? We're supposed to be family. What the fuck you doing? Oh, man, fuck you. You think you're ever going to have a real place here? You're a fucking wog. And I think he called him a shitter. Yeah, he called Wait. the leader the shitter. What? What? You're the shitter? <laughs> and everyone, like, it's like, you can hear a record scratch. Oh, fuck. It, it was, was like, tense that he called. Him. I don't know what that means. I ain't British. Uh, yeah, yeah. So the leader comes out. Him and the leader get a scuffle. The leader grabs a knife to, like, stab him. He did cut him pretty deep, deep. but he did something, and he ended up plunging the same knife into yeah. the leader's chest. And then he just gets up and stumbles off. Yeah. And stumbles back home. Takes the snake. Yeah, because the snake is kind of like the crown. Yeah. He's like, I just wanted to pet the snake. <laughs> you know, he wears the snake for a minute, goes to the leader's, like, little bunk thing. Yeah. And puts the snake in the in his container. And then goes home where his foster mom calls the cops and has him arrested. Yeah. When his real parents come to pick him up. They're in shock. They're like, parents are like, yo, what the fuck's been going on? You became a hooligan and this and that. And the mom's like, yo, that's not my fault. And the son basically just headbutts living shit out of his dad. Like, you know, you're a fucking coon. And he headbutts <laughs> the shit out of him, which made me giggle like yeah. a school child. And he punches two cops right in the fucking Yeah, this is, this is where I was like, I would be embarrassed to be a Brit. <laughs> this is, these are your cops. And he's supposed to be 17. And he beats the shit out of two cops. In a police station, that and was... just it just fucking leaves, like nothing happened. Yeah, fuck this, and he walks out. No one's looking for him. Apparently not. So what he does, he runs back to the gang's place, which is in the junkyard, and the gang members are like, "Yo, this other guy's new leader now, and the black dude. I just saw him. I think he's going to the junkyard. Like, oh, we gotta fuck him up." He killed the old leader and it looked like a lot of the guys were uneasy with this yeah cause they're like yo this motherfucker is he believes the shit yeah this this is the real you know you are the last dragon you've got the power of the glow you are the one <laughs> so it's like yeah okay I guess you know I, fuck I get I fucking guess we'll go kill him I, I don't fucking know I, yeah alright whatever and when they get there it's the thing I like to think I understood what his thought pattern was yes. it's like no matter how good you are, you will still be the thing you hate. He pushed away the white chick that he clearly wanted to bang. It's like, you know what? If you're into me, you're into race mixing. Mm. You're fucking garbage. Mm. <laughs> Get the fuck away from me. I, I wanted you because I thought you were pure. Nothing but a race mixing bitch. And I think that's the idea he had. But it was clear. You can see the thought process. I will never be what it is I want to be because of who I am. Damn. So it's like, what purpose is there in life for me? I've got no purpose. So he only did the right thing to do. In that case. He got to hang himself. He lynched himself. He hung himself. One last hurrah for the boys. And I got to tell you, if... I don't know how they did this. That shit mm -hmm. looked real. Oh, yeah, with the with the spasming? Yo, that shit looked yeah, real. Yeah, people will think, oh, yeah, anytime you jump to be hung, you're just going to snap your neck and that's it. No, it, it takes precision measurements to do that. Most times, your oxygen's just going to get cut off and your body's mm -hmm. going to flail like a fish. You know why fl fish flail like that? Because yeah. they're suffocating. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to cut off his oxygen and his body. your body's going to flop all over the fucking place. You're going to piss and shit yourself and eventually you're going to lose consciousness. Just, Not die. You're going to lose consciousness. And just like how a lot of people when they don't secure things very well they don't succeed so apparently yeah 
he uh, the rope breaks the bad rope. Yeah, which is odd, but okay. Cause I I thought I thought that was steel, but uh, I guess I was wrong, and it fucking broke. And, and then the, everything else gets wrapped up over the course of five minutes. Yeah, and this is where I was telling that it's like, look, I was like, yeah, we can leave. You now. see him crying in that corner. It's not about him. Oh being- yeah, yeah, because he woke up. And they're like, yeah, we're going to put you in a, a special school that your parents paid for, but you have to study law like your father. That's the, that's the thing. And what, what did he do? And he just looks destroyed. Destroyed. And it's not about him being mistreated. It's about everything he freaking lost and worked hard for. Yeah, that's the whole thing. It's like he just sat there and he screamed. And a lot of people were like, well, what's he screaming for? It's a happy ending. He can he can be a productive member of society. It's like, that's not what the fuck he wanted. Yeah. He had a dream. Yeah. And that dream was snatched away. Pushed him beyond his boundaries. That dream gave him purpose. And you just took that dream away from him. Yeah. You just took the one thing that he had to shape him, to move forward to. Now, without that, he's rudderless. Yeah. He's just adrift in the ocean. And in that two minutes, you see him trying to reprogram himself. He's still battling with that old desire, that old passion, that old love. You know what? There's a a perfect analogy for what he was going through. Ray, you remember us watching an old Nazi movie called uh, The Contract? The Contract. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah. It was the one that's like when the Nazis just like five or six high ranking members gathered together in this one lodge in the Alps to officially decide to do what to do about the Jews. And they came up with the plan for the concentration camps. Oh. And it was just the whole movie was just eerie as fuck and uncomfortable yeah. because they were so professional about it. And there was this one Nazi who told this story about how this guy, when he was a kid, the mother always loved him and coddled him and the father was harsh and would beat him and this and that whatever and when he got older and went to go have his own family his mother eventually died and he went to her funeral and his father was a cold hard man he was a cold hard man didn't shed a single tear while everyone else cried right. gnashed her teeth or whatever funeral was over he leaves a year later the father dies and when he comes to the father's funeral he fucking cries he's crying and screaming and, and clutching at the coffin nobody can console him he's out of control yeah they can't, they just can't contain him. Now I remember this movie now. And then you say, yeah, he was just com- completely out of control. And he asked the guy he was telling the story to, say, do you know where that is? And the guy says, I can't imagine why he would be at such a loss for such a cruel and demanding father when the mother who loved him, you know, coddled him. Yeah. He didn't have any emotion. He says, because that boy used his father as the determining, the determining factor for what sort of a man he should be. He would look up to his father to see, I need to be that. Yeah. And now that his father was gone, his purpose, his direction was gone. Um, he was rudderless, like a ship in the ocean. He was completely adrift, and thus he wailed in anguish because his passion had been taken from him. And I was like, "That's deep as that's shit." Just deep. I was <laughs> like, "God damn!" It's like every boy wants to be his father. That's why you see men who are raised by in single family homes, just with women. Yeah, they typically come up. They come out like shit. Yeah, I'm just gonna be honest with you. So, all the single ladies, all the single. Ladies, let's review this bad boy. Okay, let's go ahead and review it. Ray, whenever I give a score like this, I always have to take some time out. Oh. It, it seems so monumentous because I I usually have to think about it. I try yeah. to keep this for the best of the best. And I will tell you, early, early on, this was easily a uh, a low matinee. Early on, early, early on. on, low matinee. But I will tell you, this shit 
for me shot up. I mean, how many scenes did you see me just stopping and flopping out my seat? Yeah. And looking at you and saying, see, it's because of this, right? Yes, because this, that, that's me. It's because it. of this and because of that. And look at that. It's just, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, it's, oh. And then I like put my hand in my pants. But thankfully, uh, I'm going to hope you were looking away when I did that. <laughs> or you're just discreet enough not to bring it up. But a lot of times, this movie pulls shit out of me, you know, emotion-wise. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, this shot up from a high matinee straight up into I want this inside of me. And oh, it did wow. not go down all the way to the end. The end, in my opinion, could have been better, but it wouldn't have necessarily been right, right. to give me something that would have made me happy. Yeah. But as soon as I saw it based on a true story directed by the person who was in the true story, I was like, okay, so he's clearly going to be on a straight and narrow. Girl. You're not going to have a black skinhead who's famous and directing fucking movies. Yeah. So clearly it's going to be a turnaround. And thank God they didn't really focus on the turnaround. Yeah. It's like, okay, we're done. We're done. Wrap it, it up. It, it, you got six minutes to close this shit up. And they close it up in six minutes. But I would have preferred to just have him like running that shit. Or or die. <laughs> or, Run it or die. Then there wouldn't be and any I'd movie. But <laughs> I'd have been like, hey, awesome. But I love the subtlety. I love the direction. I love the the writing. It's I'm sorry, it's beautiful. I, everything was 110% believable. The way everything happened and I have to say I want this inside of me. I have to tell you when I started watching this, I was losing my consciousness. Like it was what, you mean, falling asleep? Yeah, for a brief <laughs> second. I'm like Kate Beckinsale, she was having a long conversation. Thankfully, and she, we didn't have to see too much she, of her. She was just jabbering for like five fucking minutes. I'm like, oh, dear God, please shut her up. I mean, she's fucking gorgeous, but they put a fat suit on her. And Really? Yeah, she's not that fucking fat, dude. I thought she got older, so I figured she put on a Nah, couple man, pounds. she's fucking gorgeous, man. That, they Even put a, today? Yes. She's like in her like late 50s, isn't she? No, she's like early 50s? Yeah. I don't know. Man. She's just fucking really hot. You see the traumatization of him from being a young boy. Mm-hmm. Into Alice, an adult. The moment I was hooked was when he started smearing the talcum powder on his face to look white. To look white, and then it switched from that point to when he was a teenager, holding his fucking jacket, looking fucking boss. I'm like. Looking like a spiff-ass Brit. Yeah. From that moment on, it was just a slow and steady buildup. It didn't build up quickly and then drop. It to was me, it slow, never dropped. No, it was a it, slow buildup to the it very kept top. going up. Yeah. And it never stopped. Yeah. It, it was a slow buildup. Yeah, this this is... I want this inside of me. This movie fucking snapped me out of fucking sleep into fucking <laughs> paying Because we attention. were fucking interacting, man. I was like, yo, you see this? You're like, yeah, yeah, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. The guy's doing that shit. And I was like, is he going to take the gang? Oh, I think he's going to take the gang. I don't know, man. Just fucking I, take that game. I'm not sure if you ever noticed this. They always shot him from a camera angle that was always level to above him when he was like shit. I when, never noticed that. Later on, when he was getting confidence, they would show him lower camera angles looking up at him as he was building more confidence, gaining more respect. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you were noticing that. Even in the jail cell, they kind of shot him lower, giving him an upward view versus the very beginning when they were giving him downward view. I never noticed that, dude. I'd have to look at it again, but I never noticed that. It felt like they always gave you a position of where the character was at all times on the camera, and it was very slick. You even said it at one 
point, I love the way this shit is shot. I love the way this shit is shot. I know shot. I said that at some point. Yeah, I remember saying that. I, I did love the way it was shot. Yeah, it was like... It was all the stuff. The angles were on point. These are nobody. These yeah. are no... Like, I don't like watching British movies because I can't get over their accents. They're so fucking thick. <laughs> I can't, I can't get to it, but you know, but this, this shit was like on the level. Yeah, this shit was. Uh, I mean, there you have it, a solid, very highly praised. Yeah, I want this inside of me. You know, it's so excited to get, and I want this inside of me when I wasn't expecting it. To be honest, from the trailer, I expected this to be a high matinee. It looked good in the trailer. I was I like thought, high matinee. I thought this was going to be something. Maybe uh, we're gonna regret watching. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's going to be preachy. It's yeah. going to be kind of yep. like this. That's exactly what I expected. What I'm getting into. And talking about preachy, I really, really, really loved the dynamic that his mother had. Again, she was a bad mother. But they did show that she genuinely cared about those kids. She did. She was just a shit mom. You know, she didn't care about... Would you say she didn't care about them enough? Yes, I would say she didn't care about them enough. And that's a very human failing. But I wouldn't say... She she didn't care. Yeah. It's really weird when I go to IMDb and I, but I get this Do you know the long... critics didn't even fucking rate this thing? Yeah, they were afraid to. They, fucking the audience score is 56%, which to me is criminal. It I is mean, criminal. It, 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 it is criminal. Really... This fucking movie's fantastic. In my opinion, Because yes. it's not about... People were looking at it as a racial thing. I'm looking at it as a character and seeing how his character developed. You see him have success. You see him have loss. You see him have pain. You see a character's journey throughout this time period, and you see progression. Right, it's fantastic. I'm looking at one of the reviews on Rotten Tomato, who guy who gave it a bad review. This important story may have appealed to a broader audience if it wasn't quite so blunt and confrontational. Man, go go watch somebody fuck your wife. Fucking, <laughs> and this is someone in New Zealand. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Fuck it. If it weren't quite so confrontational, if we could have all just just dicked around the subject and maybe just said like analogies instead of saying what it is we really mean, fuck off. That's why they don't make movies about people sitting at a table and, and talking. It's because it's non-confrontational. Yeah, well, whatever. Fuck those guys. All right, all right, all right, guys. Don't forget to visit us on our website g2ta.net. Got to talk about that comment. Don't forget to subscribe on our YouTube page and our Patreon. We know we haven't been there as often as we should, but we're getting back on track. And by not as often as we should, we mean never. Okay. Let's get some more of that rule, Britannia. Okay. Rule, Britannia. Britannia rules the waves. You know, when they say that, they're actually saying, like, you know, we're not going to kiss somebody's boots. Oh. Good shit. Good shit. Yeah, yeah, that's good shit.